What do I define about growing up? You know what I'm saying? Like feeling better, living better, better location. What he failed to tell you was when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. I, he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. Please, I can respond. Are you kidding me? Who are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for um everybody black. Betting on black tonight. I'm sorry for the realness. Hey everybody, it's Whitney from WhitneyDanielle.com and NetworkingSpill.com. And today we've got a spill segment and I'm really pumped about this because I've got a guest on who I've known for, I don't know, like two or three years, maybe we'll talk about that. And I'm really excited to have her on this show because she has just been such an inspiration and I know you guys will love her. She's an introvert, she's an entrepreneur, she's an online entrepreneur and influencer. I met her uh, talking about YouTube right? In my head, she's like a YouTube expert, but she's also somebody who really motivates and inspires women and men probably too, to show up on camera, to speak to their audiences. Um, she calls herself a visual content creator and a coach. And I love that because she really does that in such a beautiful, her visuals and her aesthetic is just phenomenal. Like she's definitely branded herself well. So if you're somebody who maybe is introverted, is looking to get out there more with your brand, or you're just somebody who wants to show up on film and not feel awkward and scared and shy, she's your girl. She got me started with my YouTube channel years ago and it's just so cute. I love my YouTube channel. So if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't have done YouTube at all. Let's be honest. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you guys to the one and only Zaley Barclay from ZaleyBarclay.com. Hey, Zaley. Hey, Whitney. How are you? Ah, life is good. How are you? Yes, I am great. I really cannot complain. Um, really excited for this episode. <laughs> me too. Me too. I am, you know, I was thinking back to when we met and we met, I want to say, I was living in San Diego. It was fall of, I want to say it was 2016 and you were in New York City. Yes, that is quite possible. It probably was 2016. But yes, I was in New York City. And yes, you were in San Diego. <laughs> yeah. And we, I think I found you either from Facebook or maybe on Twitter. I can't remember. Um, mm -hmm. But it's just crazy how you just meet people so randomly and you don't, you can't really remember where. But I remember following your pages and then you had a Facebook group that I adored and like that. Remember the little meets we used to do on, was it Facebook Messenger? We did it somewhere else and on Zoom too. We had like yeah. a... Yes, you're so right. Um, I used to do, jeez, uh, I did so much, but I, I believe you're talking about, uh, I know, I can't remember, because you know I always have cute little names for things. Yes, um, I can't remember the name either. I can't remember the name either. Amazing. It was amazing. It was like, you know, you, me, and like, I don't know, 15 other women, and we would yeah. hop onto these these calls. And I remember being in Houston once working and I was doing, you know, my nine to five and I totally hated it. And I would get on these calls with you guys and I would just feel so motivated and inspired yes. to keep pushing. And, you know, you're always surrounded by really great women. And I want to talk about that because I think as entrepreneurs, there's this push to be so connected and so like, oh, I know so-and-so and I know so-and-so. Because it's essentially it's about who you know, whether you're an online influencer yeah. or not. Yeah. <laughs> to put yourself in places where you're surrounded by like-minded individuals. So um, I guess let's dive into that. So tell us a little bit more about how you got into video specifically and how you've sort of built yourself over the years. 
Um, I first got into, well, first of all, I, I will start with saying that I've always been an individual that was uh, really a visual person. Um, and if you meet me in person, I'm, I'm very animated in the way I speak. I'm very quirky. You know, that's just who I am. And so for me, I realized that there was a part of my brain that needed to be sparked online when I saw other things. And so at that time, this was years ago, I felt like I didn't see, I, I just wasn't seeing pictures that were like making me stop. And now I understand that I was definitely ahead of time because, you know, that's what I do now. That's what I'm known for now, like really being able to stop someone while they're scrolling so that they pay attention, uh, which is so essential in business now. But so I started off with pictures first and I knew video was essential. Um, and so I decided to start sharing my hair journey <laughs> on YouTube and that just kind of organically grew. And I think it did grow because I, I was just myself. I couldn't, I, I couldn't, I just couldn't be anyone else <laughs> because that's the thing that people struggle with, you know, thinking that they have to be someone else. Like you and I were just laughing and talking about the whole, hi guys <laughs> thing on the internet. But yeah, so I started video because I knew that it would definitely create a deeper connection with people on the other side. And, um, although I was afraid and I started and stopped years ago, I realized that, Hey, if this wasn't something that I, you know, definitely dived into, uh, I wouldn't be able to flourish in the way that I wanted to flourish. And I, I still know that I haven't hit my, uh, my peak. I'm so far from it because of all the things that, you know, I, I know that I can do uh, and deliver. But I think for me, what really uh, helped shoot things off was me understanding the visual aspect and being able to stand out naturally, but also connecting that with the strategy aspect of like, what are you really you know, what are you really doing with video? How are people reacting to things? You know, just getting that, my, my hands dirty in that way really helped me make a difference with like video that re people really connected to in a nutshell. <laughs> like I spoke for like 10 minutes, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's good. That's good. I think, I think it's important to, to really own that, that you were ahead of your time with the visuals and that it was something that was attractive to you and that you were able to kind of take and make your own. And I hope that, you know, that inspires people listening to do the same. It doesn't have to be with visuals, but if there's something about social media or some website or the way we do something, whether it's Uber, it doesn't matter. Like it could be literally anything. If there's something about that thing and you're able to take it and make it your own or do something unique with it, you've got to ride that wave because a lot of times that wave will take you mm -hmm. and you'll end up being the first one on the shore when mm -hmm. it comes down to it later on and you'll be remembered because of that, because of the, the contribution that you put in. So I always tell people when I'm speaking about you, and what you do on YouTube and online that your visuals stand out. There's just like, you know, there are people that you love their email marketing. You get emails right. from them and you laugh. You're like, girl, you are crazy. And it feels like they're talking just to you. Yeah. And you do something very similar with your visuals because the aesthetics for me, you know, I'm a graphic design girl. I, yes. just, I love art. And so I pay attention to stuff like that. But I think a regular person does too. When I say regular, I just mean like the average Instagrammer kind of scrolling through. We appreciate nice stuff. Like we appreciate pretty pictures. That's what Instagram was, you know, based on in the beginning. So mm -hmm. I definitely think there's, you know, for you, that was something that I remember about you and that hones in on who you are, but that other people can see as inspiration as well. So um, yeah. I do want to talk a little bit about how your 
YouTube channel has grown and, mm-hmm. and how you've built community because I know, like you said in the beginning, you've done a lot of things, you've worn mm-hmm. a lot of hats, you've had a lot of groups, you know, a bunch of people. <laughs> um, but how did you come out of your shell and start doing that to begin with? Um, well, I think that one thing that I really did in the beginning was own who I was. Um, you know, I knew that one, I had an accent because I'm originally from Trinidad and Tobago, I was born in Trinidad. And then I came to New York, um, probably when I was like 16, 17, somewhere there to go to college. And then I, well, lived in New York for 12 years. So I I definitely have a mixed match of an accent. (laughs) So it's kind of hard to just know where I'm from off the bat. And for me, that was one thing that I thought about uh, in the first place. Like, oh my gosh, you know, that's a, a... Black for me, like, oh my gosh, are people going to understand what I'm saying? And, you know, and so in talking about that, I realized that other people were going through the same thing, like about different aspects of them. And I really realized that on YouTube, I started correctly by mistake because YouTube is all about niching down and really owning a specific corner. So when I first started, I was token dread girl, right? Like I said, I was sharing about my hair. And so I was able to grow a community in that way. And then after a while, I decided I was going to cut my hair, (laughs) right? And so it's so crazy because I remember seeing someone tell me some time ago that uh, they thought I was going to fail when I did that, when I cut my hair off. Uh, But listen, what is for you is for you. So I definitely had to pivot because I was in the beauty industry for so long, like beauty blogging, like blogging about lifestyle and things like that. And so I made a decision to shift because of you know, my, I was progressing in other things that I was definitely interested in taking further. And I wasn't passionate about talking about my hair and makeup anymore. And though I still love those things, my goal is to really help people, really help people stand out. I know that there are women out there who have things that they want to do, who have things that they are really passionate about, but they're scared. And I remember feeling like that and going through that. And even translating that onto camera, I know how that is a mental force and transition as well. I still go through like, you know, oh my gosh, is this video good? You know, does anyone want to hear this? But I have my ways of really pushing through where that's concerned. So I was able to really just grow a community that was connected to me um, in my own journey through life because I was very transparent about that, about sharing, you know, where I am now, what I'm doing. I always feel like the things that you're most afraid of if you own them and share them, then what the heck could anyone else say about you, right? <laughs> so in doing that, uh, everything just started blossoming and blooming. Like I did things that I was so afraid of. Everything that I felt like I was afraid of, I would go do it. Like, okay, I wanted to change my hair. I decided to shave my head half bald because I felt like I wanted to do that. Um, it was definitely something that I would have never done years ago. You know, just, I I like pushing the boundaries. I like to say that I like uh, jumping and learning to fly on the way down. Is that me completely naturally? Maybe not. But I've gotten to the point where I realize that comfort is not going to get me where I want to go. So as soon as I start getting comfortable, I find a way to make myself uncomfortable, right? So just really uh, being myself on camera, uh, really honing in on the things that people could have used against me or, you know, the things that we're most afraid of. Because as long as you're good with that person in the mirror, then that's really all that matters. If I showed you my YouTube uh, 
comments, the spam ones, girl, you would die. But I laugh because I'm comfortable in who I am. Um, and so that's really how I was able to grow on YouTube. And then in, in that space of beauty, I was able to pull the people who were really interested in what I was doing um, and niche down and start a, a whole different channel. So now I'm growing my other channel. And so, you know, it's like it, YouTube is all about niches. Do I plan on dominating that niche? Yes, I do. <laughs> right. But it's all about also starting something, even though it's not perfect and just rolling through with it, committing to what you're doing. You know, you have everything you need right now. And that's really my video journey. And I'm excited to see where it goes. Who knows? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think uh, there's so many good points in that. So you mentioned, you know, spam comments and being really good. I think a lot of people, especially mm -hmm. women, are afraid to put themselves out there and show up on screen or on camera. And even, you know, just with text, you know, graphics, posting just in general. Mm -hmm. And I want you to speak to them. So what information, I know you said you've got to be comfortable with you and, you know, being cool with who you are as a person and accepting yourself, but what are some things, or can you tell us a story or a situation where you were really nervous about doing X, Y, and Z? Because you mentioned your hair and, and when you cut it and when you shaved it, people were like, eh, but I'm sure you didn't get a lot of that feedback until after you had already done, did it. So as you were considering putting this out there or making this pivot, because I've seen you pivot a couple of times, I'm sure there are things going on in your brain for those who are either pivoting or trying to come out of their shell in general, maybe for the first time, what can you tell them or what can you say to sort of help them do that? Well, the first thing that I'll tell you is that you always have the answer, right? You always know exactly what you're supposed to do. Kind of like, think about the last big thing you were going to do when you called your girlfriend or you called your mom, you called your sister and you were like, hey, I'm about to do this. And you're kind of looking to them for an answer on what you should do. But you already knew the answer. You already knew what you're supposed to do. So the first thing I would say is like, have a conversation with yourself and you, your gut will answer you, right? So there's a feeling deep down inside of your belly that you need to listen to. That's going to tell you, even if, if this is scary, it's the right thing to do. So if you are thinking about picking up the phone and calling someone, do not do it. So for every, like you said, you've seen me pivot in life and in business, right? So for me, I do not ever make that phone call to that girlfriend or to my mom, or I do the do and then I let them know after. For me, I moved from New York City to Dallas. I didn't really even know anyone here. I knew you and another client um, and that was it, you know? And I, and I knew you guys from online. So it's not to say that, no, you and I had met before I moved to Dallas, but it was still a very, like, I, I probably told you that after I decided that I was going to move or, you know, I really just did it. I just got an apartment. <laughs> I locked myself into a 16-month lease and I booked my flight. And so for me, um, I called my mom after I made that decision to say, hey, mom, I am moving to Dallas. And she said, well, you've never been. I said, I know, <laughs> but it's time to do something different. So you always know what the right answer is deep down in your gut. You always know what you're supposed to do. You know right from wrong. You know, you, you and your being, you are always aware of that next step that you're supposed to take. So it, when you're ready to pivot, you just take action. The first thing you will do, I mean, and, and you asked about, uh, you know, getting nervous. Uh, girl, every morning when I wake up, I'm nervous. 
okay. <laughs> but I know I got to push anyway. I'm always nervous. I'm always scared because we never know the outcome. However, I trust. I trust God. I trust the universe. I trust that everything is happening. It is already written. I'm just, I'm just in, the, in, the, in the movement and the motion of it happening. Wow. Okay. Well, there's that on that. I think, I think trust <laughs> is huge. I do. And we don't talk about it enough um, at all. I think as entrepreneurs and as people, um, I think we like the idea of trusting because it sounds Ooh. cool. Sounds good. It's like, yeah, it's like kind of like going to the gym. You're like, yeah, definitely should be doing that. But are we actually practicing um, that? Yes or no. And most of the time we're not, we're thinking about it, but we're not doing it. And I mm. think I remember when you said, Hey, cause I was in Dallas, I randomly moved to Dallas too. And I was out here and I was <laughs> doing my thing and you were like, Hey, I think I'm going to I think I'm going to move to Dallas. It was, you were debating between Dallas and somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And, but it's, you had already made your mind that you were leaving New York. Like that was, yeah. that was a thing. And you might've even mentioned it before. And I think that speaks to the fact that a lot of us get these little whispers. We get mm-hmm. these little inklings that we need to do something. And it's very important. Maybe they're like breadcrumbs even. And we get these breadcrumbs and as we follow them, they get bigger and bigger. And they actually, a lot of times will lead to a cookie. And sometimes that cookie is rotten and it's not the best one. And we've got to figure out, okay, well, maybe this is the wrong one. It's actually a brownie and it's over there and I've got to reroute. But a lot of times it does lead us to something really amazing. And you took that plunge. And I remember like looking forward to your videos and you found this amazing design or I guess not design studio, but like, it is a studio where you design. It's a workspace. You found this great mm-hmm. workspace for yourself. And I remember seeing your videos going to the farmer's market in Dallas and just doing little things and taking photos. And, you know, you were shining. And I think that's important that when you take the steps and you are trusting and you're actually moving with that trust, because you can't just trust. You've got to have action behind it, right? There has to be movement. Um, and you made those moves and you made it happen. So now you're in Dallas. You're doing your thing. I know... One of the, like one of my favorite things about what you're doing is this thinkific business. So they found you. Can you talk a little bit about how what thinkific is for those who don't know and how you were found by them and, and sort of that that story? Sure. Uh, Thinkific is an online platform. I would say it's the best online platform uh, for creating courses and selling your courses. That way you're not selling on like Udemy and you're not competing with other people. You're able to actually create your own experience for your students online. And I have been using them for some years now. And it has been a really amazing experience. And a few years ago, I shared a video with uh, my school and what it looked like. And because I'm always so, I don't know, just I I need to be visually inspired. And I feel like other people feel the same. Sometimes they they may not know it, but hey. (laughs) And I shared a video and they were like, what the heck? How did you do this with our platform? (laughs) And, you know, I just did what I wanted to do basically. And so they contacted me and said, Hey, you know, uh, we would like you to be one of our experts. And I was like, ha ha. Okay. Hmm, what does that entail? And so it's really me helping other people get started with their own online courses, really get their schools together, really. And, and for me, that service has evolved so much because now I'm into helping people create an experience. Uh, because what started happening is that I would get students joining my courses and they would be like, I've never seen another course like this. <laughs> and so I think that's kind of what they experienced on their end um, of looking at what I was doing. 
And for me, I am for, I come from a family of teachers, of professors. I come from education. Like I come from people who taught not because, uh, you know, just because they loved it. So I come from a place of that. So I, the thing is, like, I've learned to really lean into uh, what I like to call my sauce. <laughs> so I have this thing that I say, your sauce makes you the source, right? Because I lean into the things that I am really great at and I create experiences out of them. So I somehow bring them all together, you know, like a recipe. And I create this sauce that nobody else has because of the things that I can bring together. Um, And so I'm able to create that experience for other people. And so that's how Thinkific kind of came about. So it became a whole other beautiful leg of my business. And I got so close with the team over there um, that it just blossomed into organic. And when I say organic, like I'm all about organic relationships. Usually people find me and somehow, you know, they make a connection and it blossoms. I'm an introvert, so I hardly ever find people (laughs) because I'm usually like, Nobody wants to talk to me, Um, but it really blossomed into something absolutely amazing. And so this year I was able to host a huge summit with them. We had thousands of people there and it was a really beautiful experience just seeing women of color come together and, you know, just a celebration of women of color who are killing it in the online space. And I was so thankful that my organic relationship, um, having that, I was able to really, you know, pitch that vision to Thinkific. And they were like, yeah, let's do this. (laughs) So, you know, it definitely has extended into just much more from that one video. (laughs) Yeah. And I will say, I mean, I I was part of your I've, I've purchased like your online stuff and I've done the, um, the freebie that you had. God, I don't even know what it was years and years ago. And I got on to you and you were the one who explained it to me. And, and guys, keep in mind, I've done like a gazillion courses. One of my favorite courses <laughs> was actually a Pinterest course and it was taught through Teachable and it was beautiful. It really was. It was beautiful. Yes. But Zaley came in on Thinkific and I remember <laughs> when this happened and I'm telling you, and I'm not just saying this because I like Zaley, she's cool. We're like friends. I'm not saying this because that the course is stunning. And when you go into it, it's very user-friendly. You go in, you log in, and you've got all your stuff there, all the things that you've purchased. She's able to sell stuff that's coming or, you know, get you to get involved in maybe something new. And you know how a lot of times we have access to tools? A lot of times we don't fully utilize it right? Like we have our cell phones. We have these like what 4k TVs that do all this crazy shit. And we don't always utilize, we use it to watch what Jeopardy and Mm -hmm. Netflix. And then we turn it off, but you actually took Thinkific and really used it. You were trying out different things. I know they offered like at one point they added something different. I remember you were like, I'm going to try this out. We were just like, okay. And then you did it. We were like, wow, that's actually kind of cool. And (laughs) you were able to really fully utilize the platform in a way that worked for you and you made it like you said you made it your own to the point where they were impressed and I think we can tie that back to confidence and to owning who you are by really just looking at what you said in the beginning which I I hear it as understanding what you're good at and mm-hmm. walking towards 
that walking towards it. And again, following those breadcrumbs. That to me is what's made you go from having your own Thinkific course, people not, at least at Thinkific, not knowing who you are to you working with these guys. I mean, you're in meetings, you're working with them. You are now on their website. Like you've got this epic photo that floats around Mm -hmm. the interwebs and it's so cool. But you were able to follow this sort of journey and you were along for the ride and you didn't let your introvertness, introvert, I don't even know what it's I don't called. Know is that, is it introversion? I, I think it's Oh yeah, hard. that could be it. <laughs> I don't know it but you, you were able to let that, <laughs> you're, you were able to, to keep moving despite being introverted, but, but despite like, even though you are kind of somebody who is more to yourself and you like your alone time. Because I remember when you came to Dallas and I was like, hey girl, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to be here and I'm going to, cause I'm out, like I'm out and I like my alone time too. But you were like, no girl, Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. no, I'm going to be right here. You have a good time. Hey, tell me how it is. Send me a picture. Later. <laughs> and I was like, wait, um, but you, you've got that. You've got that about you though, that when you are in the zone, you're in the zone. And that helps, I think, boost confidence when we can get into our zones and just hone in on our craft. Like you said, that sauce, you're in the kitchen. I see you're in there and you're making what you got to make. And and that to me, I think is, is crucial for entrepreneurs that are either a little shy, maybe a little nervous, a little apprehensive, um, spending time in the kitchen, working on what it is that you're doing. And that's clearly a metaphor, but that's, I think what I'm hearing from what you're saying. Does that, does that jive? Does that make sense? No, you're absolutely right. Um, I am like, like I said, if you've met me in person, you will know. And and it's so crazy because I tell all of my friends, especially like the people that are physical, like, you know, in person, I tell them like, listen, I appreciate you so much for understanding me because I'm not the easiest person to understand because you can definitely take it as, you know, I just want to be alone. It's, that's just, first of all, I'm an introvert and I'm an, an only child. So, so I can entertain myself and have a bomb weekend with it just being me. Right. And so for me, um, you know, I'm, I, I'm hardly even ever on the phone. It is crazy. The point of introversion, <laughs> like I would quicker text someone than talk to them. And my dad is always like, why don't you just pick up the phone? And because like, dad, ain't nobody got time for that. But I am definitely uh, the introvert of all introverts. And so, yes, it does give me time to really sit down and understand who I am and what I'm, what I'm bringing to the world and how I can help others move forward. I think for me, like you mentioned, that even though I, I am an introvert, I was able to still push through. And a huge thing for me was attaching uh, my vision not to myself, but to something bigger than me, right? So, you know, I am really transparent in that I'm comfortable enough to, if I'm thinking about something new, I'm working on something new, I will jump into my Facebook group or send them an email to my people and be like, listen, this is what we're doing next. And I'm so thankful that people even trust me or trust the way that, because my brain just works differently. (laughs) So I'm always thankful that people are here for the ride and have been here for the ride for so many years. Um, I'm truly thankful for that. And for me, video was like a tool because my excitement gets pent up, pent, is the word pent, pented up? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> my excitement just bubbles over and I'm like, great, let's do a batch day where I'm able to release all of that excitement 
onto pre-recorded video, but I would look at it like that, but it was actually more of a coping mechanism in that being an introvert and being on social media every day is not the healthiest thing. Well, not for anyone, actually, right? Nobody should be on social media all day. But a video uh, gave me a chance to share what I had to share and then slink away back into, you know, <laughs> my cave, right? And so that was the beauty of it. Like, I get to share how I feel, uh, you know, for four hours, that burst of energy, I get to share that with people. I get to help people. I get to nurture people. I get to create for people. And then I can go back into my cave and just, you know, look at my masterpiece explode. <laughs> so that's what video really did for me. So I didn't have to like stay in a place of uncertainty or, you know, any of those things. So that's what it was really attaching uh, my purpose to something bigger than me. So the people that were reading for me, the people that were just like, when I look at my videos and someone says, oh my gosh, Zay, I've been waiting for this. That alone, that's enough. Like I can have one person say that and I, that has made, you know, my month or so really a lot of the systems that I've created came from necessity where I'm able to create and I don't have to stay on the internet and because uh, now, now our, our space has become, it's just so different. You don't have to go outside to interact anymore, but that doesn't change the fact that I need to step away for a bit, you know? So, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I think one of the last times you did, I saw this amazing photo shoot come of it. I think you took some pictures in somewhere downtown Dallas. And mm -hmm. I was just like, girl, I was so mad. <laughs> I was lucky so mad. I was like, this is the kind of stuff I need out there taking pictures because the pictures were so good. And honestly, that was one of my favorite memories of living in Dallas is because there's just so Girl. much. There's so many yes. places to take pictures. Mm. You're I mean, you take pictures in like rooms and somehow you can transform, you know, the same room into 18 different <laughs> and I'm just like how um but you know being able to go outside and do it is also really fun too so um i do want to talk a little bit about online communities a mm -hmm. little bit more because one thing that i've seen is so you're one of the first like black women online mm -hmm. who were teaching other black women online how to make it in the entrepreneurial space mm -hmm. and that was important for me because i was looking for people like you. i was looking for inspiration mm -hmm. and a face that resembled mine because mm. i wasn't seeing it mm -hmm. and i was being talked to all day and trying you know people were trying to sell me all day on mm. stuff oh by this by that. i remember that time for you yep yeah and it was exhausting and mm -hmm. eventually i was able to sort of attract people to me that were able to meet me where I was and mm -hmm. understand what I was saying the way I was saying it without mm -hmm. trying to pitch me a bunch of crap. Um, and it was really, really important. And actually of all the people that I've worked with and mentored, been mentored by, you gave me a couple bits of information that I do want to share. But the one thing that I, I love about your online space and the community that you've made is people go hard for you and your content and when you <laughs> post stuff. And I think Yes, it, you've got great visuals. Yes, your videos are great. Yes, your personality is dope. But there's something else going on behind the scenes here. And I want to dive deep into that. You've got a great online tribe of women and probably men too. And you've got other entrepreneurs that I know you are close to, or at least it seems that way because you guys are commenting on each other's stuff and you, know, you clearly have had conversations with them. So can you talk a little bit about how 
you've even grown these relationships with folks as an entrepreneur, as an, as an introverted person, how are you making space for that? Well, I'll be honest with you. One, th- two things. I'm always, I'm always myself. What you see is what you get in person. What you see is what you get online. Um, obviously, I'm maybe a bit more shy in person, but that's cool too. <laughs> um, so that was one thing. Like I've always been really just who I am. I'm always true to myself. And I also believe in organic relationships, right? I j- just even in you speaking about, you know, like what was what you were experiencing, uh, you know, everyone being like, buy this, buy that. Um, I also, I just feel like, if you're genuinely a good person and in person, <laughs> then it translates online in a way where we understand that we are courting each other, right? So you're looking at me like, what's your next move? I'm looking at you like, what's your next move, right? <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know, if, if we go uh, out on a date together, I am just not going to be like, Whitney, marry me. Right. <laughs> I'm going to take my time and, you know, work through whatever that is, us getting to know each other. See, I think a lot of what people do online is they, they feel like they're supposed to do things because they're seeing other people doing it. But a lot of times they don't realize that that person may not know what they're doing either. Not because they have thousands of followers or thousands of or lots of influence means that they're doing the right thing. So (laughs) take your time and understand who you are and what you're able to contribute to other people's uh, well-being in the the least sleazy way possible. Um, And this kind of leads into the second thing. Show the F up, right? If you are doing something, show up at, make your shit so good that people have to pay attention, Um, And so for me, I know, I know that I'm smart, but I have to attract people in a different way for them to realize how smart I am. So guess what? They're going to see me first and they're going to hear me after. Right. So for me, it was really about just being the freaking best I could be. And if I could blow my own mind, then I know that I was blowing just half of somebody else's mind. Um, and trust me, that comes from a lot of growth and understanding, like I said before, who I am and what I'm bringing to the table. And in doing that, people will start seeing you. But you have to show up, right? You have to really, really show up and understand what you're bringing to the table. And I feel like when you do that, when you start understanding different aspects of you that you're able to mix into what you're doing, what happens is people start knowing you for a specific thing. Like for me, I'm so like confident in in where I am right now. Um, I know that you're not going to find somebody else who's doing visuals like I do, who can write like I write, um, and who's doing courses like I do all together. Right. So my goal is always to dominate my own space. And so in doing that, other people start paying attention and they're like, oh, wow, like this is exactly what I need or this is exactly what I've been looking for. Um, Yes, they might find someone else's vomit video, but they may not be doing courses specifically, right? Or yes, they might find someone else who is amazing at video, amazing influencer, you know, huge blogger, but they don't know sales copy like I do. 
So it's a mixture of things, but find your mix and stand in it. And I feel like that's really how you start finding uh, people that really love what you do and, and really genuinely just can't deny your drip. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but that's really how I uh, am able to, you know, just really genuinely create relationships with people that, like, they can't, they, you can't say, you've got to say, well, damn, she did that, whatever it is. So show up, like, stop doubting yourself, stop. And, and I know it's easy to say, but listen, there's only one you, girl. <laughs> Does that make sense with? Yeah, absolutely. And you got the sauce. And, <laughs> and that's what it's all about. I, I, I agree. I think, um, you know, it, this is a great episode that I hope people will come back to when they're having moments of doubt or uncertainty for inspiration because we just don't have enough conversations about what to do in those moments. And it really comes down to doing that inner work and mm-hmm. being able to own who you are and be okay with it because a lot of times you're not going to put out great content. A lot of times that first, what does Brene call it? Brene Brown, your shitty first draft. Mm, you know, mm, a lot of times I have you're- lots of those and they end up the ones that people love. Yep. Put the shit out. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And I think that's a testament to the fact that you are who you are. And a lot of times what you put out there is, is the truth. It's, it's, it's who you are unless you're trying to be somebody else and you're trying to fit into, you know, somebody else's lane or somebody else's genre or niche or whatever. And that's important. Um, so I, I, I do want to actually ask you about that. So did you ever feel pressure to fit into a different mold, like to go back and forth and maybe be this kind of influencer or this kind of online entrepreneur? And if you did, how did you say, you know what? Nah, I think I'm good. I'm going to stick with this. How do you deal with that sort of the push and pull of, the online social media world? Mm-hmm. I appreciate that question. Um, that is something that you have to, like I, I spoke about your gut like previously. And so I feel like it's something that you really have to listen to your gut about. Now, don't get me wrong. I am like, entrepreneurship runs through my veins. Um, so for me, I really have to stay true to what is running through my veins. Like it means that I'm going to test things. I'm going to try things, you know, but if it doesn't feel good, it gets mixed. Like I, I'm not going to like keep doing something that doesn't feel good in my soul. Example, uh, when you're online, you're going to see people that are completely killing it, that are making millions of dollars. But if you're, uh, if you're not feeling great about the way that they create or the way that they're, you know, asking, like you'll have people that ask for the sale and I do agree with that, but you, if, if it doesn't resonate with you specifically in that way, example, if you, if you're not a person that is attracted to super salesy people, uh, you can't, don't, don't try to, because what's going to happen is your audience is going to tell that you're being inauthentic, Right. So find a way that works for you. And also just like be yourself. Like (laughs) at the end of the day, be yourself and really tap into what feels good for you. And I promise you, like, this is something that I struggled with because I felt like, oh my gosh, like if I'm not doing what the sharks are doing, like, you know, how is that going to, 
No, I show up as myself. But the thing about it is I know the value that I bring. Uh, so it's like when you tap into that, you know, like the way that I can break something down and help you look at it in a completely different way for free, girl, you, you're going to be wondering, well, what am I, you know, like what's in the pay course if I'm getting this for free? Mm-hmm. And I had somebody recently tell me, uh, she didn't tell me, she put it on her Instagram story. She said that, and that meant the world to me because people have a, a, a tip about free, which I understand, but I do understand that you know, you, you gotta, she said that on her instance, she appreciates me because she knows that I'm at a point where I don't need to put out things for free and I still give great free stuff. And so for me, that was like, you know, okay, you know, and this is someone who has bought for me over and over regardless of what I do for free. I make sure that everything is top notch. So really stand in yourself and who you are. Like I like free shit that blows my mind. Cause then I want to pay for the shit that's on the back end. Mm-hmm. So because I'm like that, I know what I'm bringing to the table when I give away something for free. You know, I, I know like what I, I always have my game face on. So in trying things online, do what feels right for you. If, if not giving a lot of value for something free feels right to you, then girl, go do that, you know? But if, if giving lots of value for free is, is, feels good to you, then do that. Like, that helps me sleep better at night. At least if you didn't buy something, you walked away with something free that can definitely, you can implement it and it's going to change the game for you in some way. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. yeah. And and when you're consistent and you continually show up like you do, people will come back regardless because they know that they can rely on you as a reputable and knowledgeable source. Um, I mean, it's been three years. I'm still in your groups and still buying your shit. And I love it because I I want to be (laughs) in that realm, right? I want to be fed by people who've got something that I feel like is going to nourish my business. And um, that was like a tweetable. I'm like, I was like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true, but it's true. And you know what? I will, I will end on this little story. Um, So I do have one more question, but then we're done. So (laughs) when we were in Dallas together before I I dipped, um, Mm -hmm. we went out to dinner. And I like dragged you literally out of the house. I was like, hey, you sure did. And you were like, no, I'm like, whatever, Whitney, I'll meet up. And I was like, right. okay. like, it was, I was at like a dire moment. I think I'd had like a meltdown or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I knew I needed to go because of like, listen, I needed, I know I needed to. Yeah. And you're like, all right, fine. Okay. That's, and we went to this place in mm-hmm. uptown. And, um, the one thing that I, I, I appreciated was that you met with me in person at, you know, it, r- one random night. It was like a Wednesday mm-hmm. or something. And, mm-hmm. um, you told me, and I still hold on to this. And this was like a year. Oh, I'm scared now. Like, what did I say? No, 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 no. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm like, wait. Um, no, but it was good. You told me to focus on mm-hmm. one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. And to find whatever that thing was that was going to just set my ass on fire and to mm-hmm. do that. And of course, I'm paraphrasing. But mm-hmm. it was very much along the lines of find a thing, mm-hmm. and do that thing. Mm-hmm. And you can add, and you've said this in your, in your teachings, like you can mm-hmm. add, you can pivot later because you started doing hair and now you do. Yeah. you're like, well, how the hell did you get from here? And it wasn't like this huge, crazy, long, you know, drawn out journey. But no, every yeah. so often you pivot and you told me do something for a bit mm-hmm. and ride that wave and then 
pivot if it needs to pivot, if, if you want to pivot, if it feels good to pivot, but just do one thing at a time and stop like driving yourself crazy. And that's something that I still hold true. So now when I feel overwhelmed, when I feel like I'm doing too much, cause I've got mm. the podcast, I've got two websites, two Instagrams, I'm doing mm. all these things. I'm like, eh. it's like, okay, cool. Let's just breathe through it and focus mm-hmm. on one at a time. And that has been invaluable to me. And I think when it comes to confidence and showing up on video, it very much is, of course, you've got the systems, right? We can pay you to help us figure out how to use Trello, how to organize Mm -hmm. our stuff, um, how to have that accountability within our peers and our groups. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it comes down to what are we going to execute and how are we going to execute that with confidence and with consistency? And Mm -hmm. that is helpful. Um, And I also remember, I told you, I know you remember this, but I had somebody in my inbox, Mm -hmm. um, this lady, Mm -hmm. and I don't know where she's from, but she was trying to pitch this like course creation thing. Mm -hmm. I saw it. It was like a weekend intensive. And I was like, ooh, this sounds like fun. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, you know what? I don't know how I feel about this. Like, do I really want to pay this woman money to do this? Is this what's going to feel good to me? Like you were talking about doing what feels good. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I bet. I wonder if Zaylee could help me with this because she's got, mm-hmm. I know for sure she's got a bomb Instagram or not Instagram course, but an online course. And mm-hmm. this chick from Instagram, I've actually never done her course. Mm-hmm. So I want to reinvest this business, this money um, to help my business in a way that I know is going to feel good to me. And mm-hmm. I hit you up and I was like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to pay you what this lady was going <laughs> to, what, what she was going to do. Like the whole offer, I'm going to give it to you. I right. want just a fraction of your time. And I want you to help me design something and figure this out. And you were like, wait, what the hell is wrong with you? I remember being like, I can't believe this bitch really messaged me out the blue. And it's shit that I've literally never offered to do. I've never, ever, ever said I wanted to do this before. And um, in this respect, right? Because this was like a one-on-one call. And you were just so taken aback. I remember you being like super just like, wow, really? And, and you agreed. And I was able to sit down and do that. And, you know, it was, it was really helpful, but I think having the courage and having the thought to say, Hey, let me invest this money into somebody else. Because at that point I wasn't just thinking about my business. I was thinking about how can I do that? And I think sometimes we have to stand in that confidence to Mm. ask somebody the question because we don't know unless we ask, right? If I had been like, Oh, well, Zaylee's not going to do it. Or, you know, she's not yeah, going to be interested in totally. what she offers. Or, you know, if I had gone into that spiral, I think sometimes it's just having the confidence to say the only thing bad that you could really say is no. Mm. That's the worst thing that you could have been like, or like, Whitney, you're fucking crazy. Please leave me alone. Like, But yeah. you know what's the crazy thing and not to like cut you, but that is always or has always been something special about you. Um, and I've told you this before, just how you... I think you found me on Twitter and you just found yourself in my inbox and you said, Hey, you know, like, <laughs> so what is all you do? Like, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, who is this girl? Yeah, right. And, but I do think it's something that that's part of your sauce. Like that is something that, and I love that you're sharing that now because that is something that not everyone is inclined to do. So I love that you are now sharing your own sauce with the people like, listen, this is what you need to do because you, you are a person who will, if you need like a result or something, you will figure out like, and I appreciate that about you. You don't, you're not the person to, and this is something that a lot of people do. If you can get a faster result, 
I'd rather just pay for it rather than sit there for hours and hours and hours to try to figure out the same exact thing. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, so that's something that you, two things that you are really just amazing at. Like you, if you need to figure out something, you're like, okay, this, this is what I'm going to do. And you're always like forward and trying to like, you know, like, okay, so this is what I want. And I, I, I appreciate that about you because, you know, like I said, there are people that are afraid to, but they have the same question, girl, it is three years later and you still have the same question. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. those are things that really help us, you know, progress faster. It's, and it's so crazy that uh, that person that you, I think that was the first time I, I heard of that name. And they actually recently came uh, to me for a service. So that is crazy. But yes, wow. I guess you made the right decision. <laughs> I absolutely did. I, but you know what? I, I think, yes, I'm down to pay, but I think it's because if I know you're really good at making macaroni and cheese and I know that you yeah, can execute yeah. that and that that's your sauce, then yeah. when I need macaroni and cheese support, I'm mm-hmm. going to ask you. And the same thing goes for anything else. If I know that so-and-so's green bean casserole is like, I'm not, we all have our sauce. And I think it's important to respect that. And I also think it's important to show up, like you said, for other people in the industry. Mm-hmm. And I also am one of those people where I don't want to look back and be like, damn, I had that resource. Yeah. And I didn't even ask the question. I didn't even ask her, hey, what platform should I even use? Hey, what what camera do I need to buy? Hey, what like I didn't even ask. And that's why it's important. And I talk about networking a lot on this show, obviously, but it's important to surround yourself with others who are knowledgeable and who have done that legwork because then they won't hit you up at brunch or, you know, when you're at brunch and you're sitting there, like, why did you buy that? Why did you buy that camera? Because if you said that to me, do you know how mad I would be at myself? Mm. I would be heated knowing yeah. that there was somebody in my, in my phone book, in my inbox that I knew had answers or knew how, was resourceful in some way. And I didn't right. realize them. And that's what, you know, I'm trying to make this show all about is, is being able to lean in and have the confidence to lean into your network and the people around you. And then to just slide into somebody's DMs and be like, Hey, I need some help. Yes. That's, that's important. So, all right. So I know we're running out of time. Um, I do want to talk about your, your confidence. So you have oh. your right now, it's a website, right? www.isitconfidence.com? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. And on that website right now, you've got a freebie if anybody's interested. Tell me a little bit more about where they can or what that entails. Um, you know what? I will always remember a few years ago, I want to say probably about six or seven years ago, me <laughs> looking it through the, the Amazon Kindle store <laughs> for books on confidence, right? And now here I am. Like, I, sometimes I look at myself on camera and I'm like, who the heck is this person? <laughs> you know, like, who is she? It's kind of like an out-of-body experience. It's the weirdest thing ever. But for me, um, I know the things that people struggle with when it comes to showing up on camera. I have all the odds against me, right? I have so many things, and I, I'm not going to list them, but there are so many reasons why I should not be <laughs> on camera but yet I show up. And so I wanted to put together the exact uh, audio that I use and the exact worksheet that I use that I created for myself years ago and that I still use. I'm actually about to use it right after we get off of this because I'm about to record some dope content. And so, you know, I put together 
some things that you need to hear about yourself before you record or even before you plan a video or just, you know, dive into the goodness of who you are. And so I will have the confidence course coming soon, but the way that you can get onto the wait list for that is just diving into this audio and getting yourself ready for the amazingness that you're going to experience in that experience where we're going to cover the core of confidence, which is your inner work, the commitment that you're going to make to yourself and the people that are external to you, the people that are waiting for you, how to curate your community on camera, really getting those people, you know, excited and ready for what you are going to share and how to dominate the camera. Like that's a, a thing that people hit me up about all the time. And I'm like, it's just not only that, it's so much more, right? And just how to create that connection and keep it going. Um, you know, like I said, by using your sauce, so that you are the source of goodness of what you want to offer to your community. So really just helping people curate their show and their presence online on camera is what I really want to do. But it really starts with you, right? It starts with you, uh, in the core of everything else. So if you head to confidence.com, you can download that audio bundle and you can also get on the wait list for that amazing experience that is coming soon. It's going to be five weeks of me and you. <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Yeah. And this will this episode is going to go live on July 11th. So if you're listening to this after this has released, definitely, you know, stay focused, stay tuned. And um, your social media handles are, what are they for both Twitter and for Instagram? They will also be in the show notes, but if anybody's on their phone right now, where, where can they find you? You can find me at Zaley Barkley everywhere. That's X-A-Y-L-I-B-A-R-C-L-A-Y. Everywhere. Everywhere on the internet, on the interwebs. <laughs> all right. Now, um, one question that I typically ask all my guests um, mm-hmm. is about networking. And so if on the top of your head, and if you can't think of a good one, or if you have a second one pop up later, we're mm-hmm. going to go live on Instagram for a bit to answer any questions people have. So if you're listening, definitely make sure you follow my IG at Network and Spill and at Whitney Danielle Coaching because I'll be talking about when we're going to go live so you can have your questions ready. But if, okay, so about the networking question. So can you tell me about a time where mm-hmm. networking changed the game for you? Man, I would say at, okay, so I am, and I'm releasing a video on this soon. I am, well, you already know I'm an introvert if you've, listened, if you've gotten this far into the episode. <laughs> but I recently attended a social media marketing world in San Diego, which was a stretch for me because I would have to speak to people in person. It's a full three days. Like I would be people that I thought about all the things. However, um, I mean, just being a bald headed black girl (laughs) at a conference like that, everyone is excited to know about like, who the heck are you girl? You know? (laughs) So it was really an amazing experience. And honestly, I am, I have, I I created so many uh, partnerships and clients from that one event. And uh, you got to watch my video to really understand it. But listen, if you're not doing conferences just yet, I don't know what you're waiting for, but networking at those conferences, especially if you're a business owner, you work, you know, you have your own business. Listen, everyone that is looking for you, when they make that in-person connection and they figure out that, oh, you're, you're even more dope online or in person, either way that it goes for you, 
it's definitely a game changer. So now Whitney, I am understanding the value of networking, (laughs) but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad. No, it is powerful. It's, and it's, it's so interesting how different in person is to social media because we're on social media so much. We kind of forget. Um, You meet people in in the bathroom and they're like, Oh my God, do you have a card? Can we talk now? Yeah. Literally (laughs) out of nowhere. You're like, what? I just, came in here to check my makeup like Girl. And exactly yes. how some of the most amazing partnerships can happen so yeah okay and your youtube channel is also your name right yeah if you search if by the time you get to to x-a-y-l you're gonna find me somehow i promise <laughs> i will link all this in the show notes but definitely yeah. you're subscribed to the youtube channel she posts videos and um they're always high quality obviously. And <laughs> anything else, definitely go to zaleybarkley.com and you can check out her website, her Instagram stuff. Everything is all connected and all together. So um, I really do appreciate you hopping on. I know you're super busy doing thinkific stuff and work stuff and video stuff. So I appreciate you. Thank you um, for having me. I appreciate you too so much. You already know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited. And I'm excited to see what else happens this year. So we still have time. Um, hopefully you guys are all subscribed. If you enjoyed this episode, definitely leave me a five-star review. Say something nice. Say something funny. Just say something. And um, I'm really excited for uh, the next time we speak. So we'll go live on Instagram. So make sure you're following us, right? And all of our many pages. Um, and we'll, we'll have a little Q&A sesh and um, continue the conversation over there. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you, Zaylee, for being a part of the show. And we'll see you all next time. Yay! Thank you! <laughs> Bye.